Welcome to another episode of the Divine Flow Board. This is your host, Kaimani Alaya, and I'm so excited to talk to you today. So, how has it been going? How are you feeling? Are you hydrated? And um, have you gotten your daily walk-in? Gotten some sunshine? And for people who live in places where it snows or you know in colder climates are you amping up on your vitamin d3 which is technically not a vitamin but still anyway nonetheless very important so for this week i actually had something else planned but it got postponed so here i was i was like wait okay a change of plans get it totally understand divine timing things have flow when they flow you all know we talk about the divine flow very often so yeah then i was like okay what do we talk about today and i felt that you know uh, talking about inner children it's always important, especially if you are in Yana Shanti's community. She said that November is a month for shadow work. And looking into our shadow, a lot of things happen. You can go into guilt or shame and just, you know, uh, a whole sort of things that you really don't want to experience and you want to numb out of from. So... Yeah, I felt like maybe let's just like talk about the process and learnings and the insights that have helped me through this process. Because, you know, what's been super interesting about this time is generally I share like journaling prompts and do a lot of it myself. But this month I was like, I literally don't feel like writing or journaling much it was more like a body-led process and then there were like this two weeks of just being sick and then sleeping for like 10 hours a day and I was like what like something is off over here and my body needs a lot of TLC right now and for those of you who are not well, I'm just sending you so much love because I heard from a few people that they were also feeling like tired or they needed some time to rest and just be because what I'm understanding is that shadow work is a very body-led process. Like, of course it is, but that also means that it can be really tiring as well. And you need to just like, depending on where you are or depending on how much work you had done before or how much stuff is coming for you right now I feel that grace with ourselves on this path is so important and I feel that one thing has been my biggest takeaway of all because uh, you see uh, there were things coming up for me and being a witness to those things instead of a judge takes work in Yana Shandi's father wound program she teaches like the role of a father is one of those is being a 
protector being an emotional protector and a safe space for it like a safe container for the child and i feel for me that was something that i really had to work on this month and be like okay how can i be a better container of all my emotions because the emotions that were coming up were things like anger or like long forgotten envy or jealousy or comparison and things that you don't want which you don't even like and it's hard to admit that about yourself and be like okay there was a time in my life that i felt this way and then delve dive into the reasons like why did this happen you know so just understanding that what is being a container entail has been really a big process for me this time and i thought i'll just share like what i have been doing to be a better container for myself and my inner children uh, because uh i feel when i started on it it just felt like i don't even know how to do this like i wish someone could do this for me there there's no one coming to save you no one coming to rescue you people can support you be with you while you go through it but yeah no one can do the work for you and when it feels really tiring and frustrating i feel that's a time to just like take a break and chill and relax because yeah just like get some sleep eat some good food pray ask jesus for help and when you're renewed next day try again and sometimes it's like a daily process like each day you're like i need help i can do this alone and i feel that's perfectly fine especially even with inner children because when you have like a lot of inner children coming up at once and then you're doing work and then you're doing other things and interacting with other people and you're like i don't know how do i manage this and that's when i go like okay jesus i need some babysitting help over here i don't know how to do this can you please please help me teach me guide me on how can i help myself over here and i feel that's been a very big lesson in empowerment for me um because like that is one of the key roles of a parent and uh, that brings me to something that i think i have talked about before like beginning of the year i was given this insight this awareness that i need to trust in myself to trust in jesus and yeah because then when you get signs from the universe or when you get the excuse or when you're getting this guidance it comes back to you trusting yourself so that you can trust that guidance and follow it and execute it and i found that earlier i used to be like hey what's your opinion on this and you know just be like really influenced by it because i was like this ex person said this and i trust them and everything but learning the art of just being like hey for me having people to talk to having the sounding board helps me tap into what i really want and just you know giving a having those conversations having that support is beautiful but eventually i need to run it past my heart processor and be like what is it that feels aligned and 
for me that takes a while to come by like as for my human design that's like 20 29 days and sometimes i just get really impatient so i'll talk about that also soon impatience start just being like okay um you got to give yourself time because i feel one part of being in emotional container is that you can't rush emotions you can't rush when someone is like crying and you're like tell me what is it and i'll do it right now no it's not about fixing anything it's about being a witness and for me i i have found personally that it's way easier for me to do things for others to be a witness for them or be there for myself because um if you think about it if you're an empath i feel until you start healing until you stumble upon a path that allows you to take care of yourself that you feel that it's not selfish where you learn all these ropes of how to go about life of loving yourself unconditionally until that you're just like over there going about in the wild west like the world is which is also like part of clown show and everything but yeah you're going about in massive self abandonment and that needs to be grieved like of course because i feel the majority of the things that i saw about this uh, while going through the shadow work had been the times and places where i abandoned myself and to forgive myself for that and um be like hey why did i abandon myself over here because i felt like nobody wanted me to win or nobody wished to support me so it just felt like you know what's the point and that what's the point has been a huge aspect and especially if any one of you has had any history of mental health issues or societal thoughts or just like any such thing anxiety eating disorders in your life i just found like the under i just found the bits and crumbles of that shadow just being like hey uh those inner children who still cling to that belief like a tiny bit like maybe maybe life is not worth living or you know those kind of really dark thoughts like ice blue and be like i am going to pray and banish the dark energy that is around me but i'm not going to shame my inner child for feeling that way and be like okay honey why do you feel this way and sit with it and grieve with it and that's really uncomfortable <laughs> but i feel feeling itself is an art which we aren't taught and children learn by modeling and if that's not been modeled for you i feel we're emotionally stunted um i know that i had been so emotionally stunted and i didn't even realize because there were certain emotions and feelings that i could just only convey through oh you see this song you see this character you see this chord yeah it's like this is somehow i feel it just was like pointing at that you look at this yes this kind of thing 
to be able to articulate or explain my experience i tried with words but for i feel the younger in our children it gets easier when they're able to look at something and be like this okay this is it or this is off you know and that has been a huge undertaking to be able to go like okay this is rough and tough and i don't know how to go about this because i have had zero modeling of how does one move through these emotions like what is allowing me to go about it and then you're like what would love to in this situation or for me what i go into is what would i like someone for me to do in this situation or perhaps if someone was in this situation how would have i supported them and feeling into a, it like okay what is it that my inner children need and being like okay so for example uh they need uh, validation right and i was watching this anime and they have this thing where like you know they pat on the head and then they say good work or something like that or when like they're couples or something like that and um i'm like ha huh. my inner children really liked it and i'm like how can i do that for myself and then i'm like hey i just need to take time to celebrate and validate myself as well and they wanted to be verbal and through affection so like head taps yourself and be like hey i am so proud of myself that i did this and it just sounds lame at first like you're talking to yourself but you can't undermine the amount of goodness that goes on when you foster you know this communication channels with yourself because i feel um communicating with someone number one it needs an intention and earnest you know um desire second you have to find ways to communicate so for example you are korean and someone is I don't know Spanish and both of you don't speak English how are you going to communicate right like you need some way of just being like how do we talk but and you know in different cultures different sorts of movements head movements and heart movements mean different things but there are some very very human characteristics that are common like a smile or you know just like going about things like you get it right those eye contacts those an act of just like asking for help and just maybe you're at a grocery store and you're like uh this and then <laughs> like you find your own rhythm you find your own um language like you know there are certain couples who don't speak the same language but get married and you know eventually learn the language and they fell in love with music or dance or you know there was just this connection and then you ride on that connection and i have found that it's very important to find that connection with our inner children and depending on the age of the inner child that connection could be different like think about it when you were in third grade maybe you bonded with your 
um, friends playing tassels or you know those Pokemon cards or collecting some ping pong balls or whatever you did or building blocks or watching Tom and Jerry and then when you were a teenager you connected with people as hey have you read that book series and just like you know you have these points where you connect with people uh, something that opens up the channel for communication and then depending on that you deepen your relationship with them or not like it totally depends because there are so many people that you can talk to about all the distractions in the world which can be fun and entertaining at times like you know this artist this song this movie this book and just your whole relationship is centered and evolved around it but your relationship also needs to have substance and sometimes there are th- there are relationships where you have nothing in common but you are able to honor each other's differences so yeah depending on where you are i feel just having that itinerary of okay what were the relationships where i showed up as my authentic self or what were the places where i compartmentalized myself because i was uh, i wanted to be accepted and loved and i just you know hyper focused on this one part of my personality just to be included and being really honest about that with yourself and be like ha huh, okay i did that i see why i did that and then uh you know just evaluating your life through that lens where was i the most authentic where did i feel most alive and accepted because we humans are multifaceted right and uh, i feel each one of us can have so many different unique kind of passions and it's not important to bond over everything with everyone you know but that doesn't mean that you should be shamed about it either you know or hide that fact uh, people can still hold space for you respect you in that bubble yeah let's use the bubble an- uh, analogy can respect you in the bubble and be like huh okay i don't understand this thing but i love how you love it and i support you i'm here for you i love you that's it period and i feel being that emotional container for the inaturan is the same thing being like whatever it is whatever you did i love you i'm here for you i love you yep this was out of alignment yep this was out of integrity yep we are working on it yep i forgive you yeah i love you and yeah i'm sorry because um i feel the deepest pain comes from when we have been inauthentic with our own selves with who we are and i feel i i am unlearning this pattern where i used to be like extra extra critical on myself and oh my god i got to mention this uh when i looked back at instances like clearly objectively looked back when this happened and i was like oh my god holy fuck i was just four years old when this happened and the standard i had for myself was like 
impossible and i was being hard on a 4 year old for feeling disappointed and then i had to catch myself wait this is my 4 year old who is still taking charge holding on to the story from mom and dad or people around her and is feeling bad about herself like she is bad or she did something wrong while she was just a 4 year old she doesn't need to be perfect nobody needs to be perfect and still while you said something which in retrospect you feel is mean but you were like 4 or 5 or 10 even or 16 and then now you know better so you can apologize maybe if you feel that's not in uh, alignment or maybe you could just be like what is something that i can do over here and i feel hope when open is such a great practice to do that and i was just so surprised that every time where i felt like i failed or i did something wrong i was just like a child you know i was just like 11 year old 12 year old and i feel when we look at numbers just in self we kind of lose track of how tiny we were so for me when i see my brother he is 11 and i'm like okay this is 11 year old and at 11 years old i was being hard on myself for not for you know for not being able to do this myself or feeling challenged about the situation and i'm like i can let that go now like 11 year old seriously and then you go out and look at like a 3 year old who is like running and playing and giggling and i'm like oh my god like i was this age too and just using whatever is around you as a mirror for your growth and journey and um i feel observing what's being what's coming to awareness and then also just tapping into the channels you had the ways you used to express yourself tapping into those ways is really helpful for the inner children to be like okay honey i see you are pointing me to this thing and i see you now I see that you weren't this. It's like uh, one of the exercises where you draw this, uh, I think from Leonardo's father moon itself, where you draw like a portrait and then, you know, connect with your inner child. And uh, yeah, so it's like one of those things where you are able to see it outside of you and then you get a better understanding of it. Like, hey, I see you much more clearly now and I can hold space with much more tenderness for you right now. And uh yeah, so I feel just vacuuming off that layer has been just super fun because deep down I found parts of me which I had long forgotten. Like which were really feisty and fiery and just like yeah no tolerance for any shit and just i'm better of being alone instead of just being disrespected like that used to be my vibe ever since i was like a kid but then it morphed into being a people pleaser and then that's what happened like a big time so it felt really cool to be able to connect to that energy and be like hey it's okay it's okay to be really clear on what you like and what you don't like and that's completely fine you're not here to validate anyone else except yourself you can appreciate others and their effort but you don't necessarily need to be like uh, 
oh uh thank you so much i'll chat and just be like um really um you know mask your sincerity because just for that's what you feel that you need to say like for example if someone give you a gift and it's like a box of chocolates and your mom is like say thank you and just like yeah thank you so much and then you look at it and you're like ah oh, i don't eat this flavor you know and your mom is like hey but you know don't be mean to art it's okay just like say thank you regardless and it's okay you can say thank you regardless but just like faking that thing like i'll cherish it i'll eat them all and just whatever like you know that is uh, often done in interactions like these i like i feel some of you had thanksgiving so you know this others of you might have had diwali or some just like some a festival around this time like it's just some amount of festival season i think at every place in the world so you you have that experience of being like yeah just those fake laughs and just fake sincerity and yeah and i feel people get really offended when they are like not appreciated and i feel that's like another one of my reflections from this whole experience has been that you can give people a gift you can give people flowers and because you want to it feels heartless if they accept it or not if they brew that a box of green tea or not that's totally up to them you know you have to detach from what you're putting out into the world and i know the rejection would comes in like if you're not uh, like if it's not received with the intention that you have given but then you have to be like hey it was my responsibility to deliver you this message these flowers this green tea you either brew it water it that's up to you that's not or throw it away that's none of my business i fulfill my responsibility in this and yeah and just go on with it and i feel it could be really easily understood through compliments right where um someone gives you a compliment like um this happened to me where i just gave someone gifts just like everything and uh, she wasn't like even that close but she was having a hard time so i just wanted to do something sweet for her and uh, she was you know close with another one of my roommate and she was like why is everyone doing this for me this is so annoying i don't want this and everything and i just felt bad and for me that was my rejection wound because i felt rejected and i was like oh my god did i do something wrong and you know and but my intention was not to do to just like make her happy or just to show support and yeah and then it's like you have to get to a place that you can receive compliments you know and also like detach from deriving your words from them so a lot of medicine in there but also i feel that there is the second part which happens which i feel really people talk about which is that if you have never been validated like i was mentioning about earlier like my natural wanted to be like you know uh verbally validated right and they haven't been before and you are in a receptive space where you're open to receiving and people 
say something to you something that's kind something they see in you it can leave you in like in a pool of tears because you're like what i'm seen what oh wow like these people see this in me i didn't even think of it this way before and it's like uh the way i see it is that you and you end up living in this dusty house okay and there is someone who comes from outside gives you a compliment opens that window for you and that brings in some light and you're like oh my god i'm so much more than this dusty old house and it opens up your world and i feel compliments in that way are just such a humane and beautiful and tender form of just sharing love and just being human and just like those heartfelt things where people are like hey i appreciate this about you you have this quality and you're like what do you mean i have this quality i didn't even know this about myself but thank you so much for pointing it out and then you start so you start getting more sunlight in your home and then you realize wait this house is trash i'm just going to burn it down but it takes a while where you're ready to burn it down right so at first you're just trying to make repairs of it opening window by window cleaning room by room and yeah so but i feel that's like such a gift when you compliment someone so thank you if you have ever complimented someone thank you so much because i feel that simple act of just seeing something good and just saying it because why not it's just such a powerful testament to the power of love of being human the art of noticing because you can't compliment someone until you notice or observe right they, yeah like i know there could be shit ton of fake compliments out in the world right but what is it that you truly admire you know that is heartfelt heartfelt it doesn't even have to be grand it's just yeah that means a lot and it opens up a lot for people uh, i still remember i was in like 11th grade or something i was sitting and there was like sunlight falling onto me and my eyes were sparkling and then i think that was the first time someone said you have beautiful eyes before that i never thought my eyes were beautiful like i didn't have that capacity to be like hey i have pretty eyes that wasn't into my that wasn't there in my awareness and a lot of i feel the work we do on ourselves is about expanding our awareness to the depths of the human experience the good bad and ugly and at the same time honoring where we are and what we feel right now and being like whatever i did whoever like whatever wrong i did to whoever i did it yes it could be wrong maybe i was gaslighted or maybe even i was abused but it doesn't matter because there was this depth of goodness in this world that kept me going to lead me down to people or paths where i could just see that my whole life has been a journey to coming back to love and this awareness that love is all there is
and love requires presence and i feel when we think about feeling love it's all like oh you're feeling all mushy mushy all hard energy and glitter and just like you know all kind of things but love is also when you're crying and you don't even know what you're crying about yet but there's this pain or maybe your body is aching and i feel uh, sometimes in our children for me show up as body aches like almost all the time yeah a, a body it is body ache or something like emotional energy stuck there and emotional energy is often in our children so yeah so anyway and then you go like hey this this is that connection and it's painful right now but thank you thank you for reaching out i see you i love you i'm here for you what is your medicine for me because i feel whenever we see pain like even i do that and it's like a continual process of reminding my own self i'm like okay what can i do to fix this and end this quickly but you have to be with that pain and grieve with that pain at times and sometimes you realize oh wait what the fuck this is not even my pain why have i been carrying it and then you just like throw it out and you're like bye bye see you never and yeah it's a whole process um what's interesting about today's episode is that i'm recording during the afternoon generally i do it at late at night so that's a change so i feel you can also feel that energy you know this afternoon time where you're just having your cup of cacao or your matcha latte or just green tea and just maybe taking a nap with the way things are or maybe just doing some really focused work or maybe connecting with your pets or children or inner children you know and just soaking up the quietness that these moments bring so yeah it's a very different energy and um I also want to share that um you know there are certain times I, I feel personally there have been a lot of times where you don't know what's going on and I find it really integral for that being that container for your inner children as well like you don't know what's going on but you know children are crying and they are in pain and you don't know when it would be over when they would stop feeling sad and that shouldn't even be the goal i feel but you know it's just like it feels a lot and overwhelming maybe so in those moments i hope that you can remember that uh, you just being there doing what you're supposed to do in this world while holding space for that sadness making that effort to infuse it with joy is precious like think of your life as waffles and you know those waffles have like these squares on top of it right and maybe you are grieving something so some of those waffles are filled with just like sadness like think of a bitter syrup okay but uh, 
there are other squares you have that you can fill with something maybe you can put berries in there maybe you just leave it as the it is and be present with it maybe you put some maple syrup on others honey on a few others strawberry jam or like vegan cream whatever it is right and you fill your waffles to best serve you for your day and each day won't be the same you know maybe someday your waffles would be all banana kiwi um butterscotch caramel waffles like i don't even know if that's a combination but anyway right and then you have that and other days it would be a mix but you know what at the end of the day those waffles are yours and only yours and you have so much support around you and if you don't feel supported just ask for it and you know sometimes people feel that it's like shameful to ask for help like because like in school if you ask for help or you ask your parents for help and they're like you should do this by yourself why do you know this by yourself you are so incapable like the amount of times i have learned basic simple things more from youtube because you can just learn at your own simple pace than from people around me has been astounding to me like i was like wait wait this is a fucking simple thing why can't i learn this from people around me right like of course they have that skill but and not all people are good teachers that's there but most people don't have that patience and generosity of spirit to give you that time to adapt that skill to learn that skill and um yeah i feel it's just that recognition that maybe all the things you felt you were bad at you aren't truly bad at maybe let's talk about maths maybe you're not actually bad at maths you're pretty good at it but it's just that fear that was implanted that actually makes you feel like you know that there is something fundamentally wrong with you and uh, let's talk about programs more because i feel that there are like the way i see the structure is like our life being uh, in the matrix like being like this program uh this huge like desktop kind of thing and then there are like programs installed in it and each are for there each are for you know uh taking us away from our own true self like for example uh if you think about hobbies okay and um what are your hobbies like think about it and when i was looking back at my hobbies i was like wait i never actually truly developed a hobby especially like during teenage like as a child i had some things but then no in between school and studying and trying to numb out from the pain with other coping mechanisms I did not ask to have a hobby. I used to think the coping mechanisms were my hobby, but no. Uh like oh my god, I seriously need to mention this. So recently I came across this uh pattern where people were like drinking beer after work is their hobby. Like are you kidding me? Like that 
screams it's a coping mechanism it is not a hobby and most probably that you're in a work that is misaligned but that is not a hobby drinking beer is not a hobby that is called being an alcoholic if you're drinking every day or maybe even every week right and i was like oh my god jesus christ people need hobbies like people need to create and just you know do things with their own hands and maybe break stuff at times when they are doing it if that happens in the process but just be immersed in what they do like i feel the world so desperately needs people to have hobbies again the other day i came across this uh, brand which helps people adults put together these houses like these miniature houses and you know they can keep it in their room or office or whatever it is it just reminded me of like you know blocks or the lego sets people played as children and then i was like wait that's what we like that's not that's what we and it's not even about like you know all oh, uh, like let's like of course there's one part of like let's connect with our inner children with this way but we need hobbies and if you weren't allowed to have those as a kid it's time that you can find those hobbies for yourself and yeah and the fear i think another fear programming is if you're not good at it or if you're not exceptional at it like i just Uh, also especially in asian societies if you're not an asiatic what's the point of doing it you can do something for the joy of it and i feel the goal always in you know asian society has been that if you're doing something you need to be the best at it then otherwise there's no point in doing it and i love that i feel that's something that i discovered about little me was that she wanted to be the best at what she does no matter what it is and that's okay to have that stand for yourself but if you're just doing things just to be number 1 just to get that medal that validation then you miss the point of what you're doing in one of the books that liana shanti uh, has mentioned uh, is oh yeah the book's name is mastery so the book talks about that you need to be in love with the path the process because it's not like because when you're learning a skill or something it's not it's a process right you can't bypass it if you are on a true path of mastery there would be some plateaus on the way and if you do not love what you do if you're not in love with the process of it love with your path then bro then you can't stay on the path of mastery then people bypass that and give up on that and i'm all for people giving up on things that don't align with them and i feel that's such an important skill to cultivate when you feel it in your heart that something is not for you just being like quit move on and going for after something else it's so much better than being stuck in a dead end for 20 plus years and then being like hey i don't know why i feel miserable and hey wait i have rheumatoid arthritis oh wait my relationship with my kids suck you know and yeah so maybe just like take note of what are your hobbies what is something that makes you happy to be alive and that 
I think that you don't even need to think about that makes you feel fully immersed in the process and I can't stress this enough if you're recovering from PTSD or any mental health issue just having that connection of using your hands and grounding with in the moment is so precious and goes a really long way so that's why people have adult coloring books now you know and it's just the way i see it as is like people have forgotten or you know stunted to be children and now they're just like okay how do i get back how do i get back like something is off how do i get back to feeling the joy that is within my soul but i can't feel it i'm numbed out of it and then you start to open the windows to your heart like compliments open the windows to your old house you yourself start opening the windows to your heart and soul by trying various things like there would be something that i think would shock you that you're good at you know i feel one thing that i found for myself is um so i have been surrounded by people growing up who would you know listen to a song and be able to whistle to it or just play or play it on the piano like instantly and i was like ah oh, wait i didn't understand it that way or like you know or the rubik's cube right i can learn the algorithm and solve the cube and everything but just like knowing okay what how to deconstructed like for me personally i was so disassociated that i thought i was like bad at sports or bad at these things or i'm like slow at these things but it's not that i was bad at these things it was just like i was abused and there were some parts of my brains which were not working and other parts which were amplified so if i compare it to others maybe yes i'm slow and that's why we don't compare because our parts are different right and then i have to be like i am learning how to be a whole human being again so of course it's going to look a bit messy or not the way as you're taught in the matrix programming to which is like you get married at 20 like you get uh you go to school you go to college then you get married then you have kids and then you work your life and then you wait for death and no that's that's not life that's a programming and life is meant to be beautiful and it is beautiful even in the depths of pain when you can feel love around you where you can hold your face and wipe off those tears and get yourself a muffin or maybe just like a glass of water and be like it's hard it's challenging i love you myself and i'm here we'll get through this that is pretty powerful so i feel with that i'll end this week's episode because it's kind of been the vibe this month i feel where there has been just like bang 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 so much stuff to be looked at and examined and uh, i feel just like developing those emotional skills to be present with 
oneself and prioritizing oneself over just being like you know being a caretaker for others just like stepping up into the role as a being the guardian for yourself now i feel has been like a huge part of my meditation this month let me know how have things been for you how are you feeling if there is something more you would like to hear or any particular situation that you would like insights on how to navigate through because i feel listening to other people's experiences really helps because sometimes i would just like go to my friend and i'm like hey i have this inner child coming up and i'm not sure how to what to say in this situation like you know and yeah it's like learning a new way of communication altogether which requires a lot of deprogramming because you're unlearning everything from the past so when you make a mistake you don't yell in your head stupid 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 you say oh oopsie uh let's clean up this mess and let's clean up this war has spilled and get going you know and your worthy time it takes to get to know yourself just sending you so much love have a blessed day and aloha